0: We are live, and it looks like everything is good. We're trying a couple different different ways of doing things, and we might have a surprise for you today. You never know. But anyways, good morning, everyone. It is Triumph Tuesday, and oh... I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to be triumphing over this doozy kind of tidbit because it's kind of a sneak peek to what's trending Thursday, but it must be revealed on Triumph Tuesday because they are tied together. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol a.k.a. Naughty Bus Live with two
1: sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice a.k.a. Wellness Diva (laughs) 5.0. The tagline was Triumph Tuesday and then I'm trying to triumph over TikTok, or maybe it's the other way around not exactly sure trying to learn that platform i did a quick one yesterday it was very goofy <coughs> excuse goofy me is you know what? goofy is good yeah and i cracked up i'm like if i can laugh at myself doing something to maybe have somebody else chuckle then i think i've completed my mission for that day however we're gonna do something um, before we get into Triumph Tuesday. Um, Hold on, I'm, I'm
0: just loading up. I am. You're doing it, but I'm loading up because I want it so it's live on my page. So give me two seconds. You know, sometimes we get a little creative. What we're doing, we are good to go. And yeah, you know, we 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 like always trying something to do goofy and fun. You know, speaking of you know, getting my first TikTok. I'm 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 in this challenge, and it's just about well, it's actually technically over tomorrow. I've got two catch-ups to do because I've just been like crazy busy. But you know, it, it's so funny when you, you're you're learning something like something as this type of platform or this type of app. There is a lot of goof and funniness in it, and I think we're you know you know the last couple of days we've been watching a lot of old Archie Bunker. Episodes for those of you who don't know Archie Bunker, go look him up. Um, you might have to close your ears on some of the crap he says, and as well as George Carlin. And the funny thing about it is, a lot of what they say uh, is relevant to what's currently going. And th- these are clips and things from so many years ago, uh, especially Archie Bunker. I think he ran from 1960 something to 1973. He was on for quite a while, and a lot of what he A lot of his lingo uh, would not be accepted in today's politically correct, uh, what I identify with and what I identify not with uh, would not go over well. But there is something to say that humor is supposed to take us out of our comfort zone. And so I think when you're learning an app, it does the same thing and it is goofy. So when I did my first TikTok, um, I I must've watched it like, I don't know, I'm I'm not gonna lie, 20 times, I was dying. I was laughing my ass off because I didn't know, you know, and I'm still learning, and that's part of the fun when you're learning something. If you can add a little humor to it, why
1: not? Exactly. So, with that in mind, obviously we chatted about this uh, before we went live on air. Sometimes we just surprise the other sister and just do whatever. But I, I thought I should probably tell my sister what I wanted to do with the opening. And you know what? Here it goes. So just bear with me obviously um, for those listening um, you'll have to go to our website and watch the video once it's uploaded to the website but um, here it goes I want to make sure I'm set up let's see
0: you may have to hold it higher I'm not sure
1: okay hold it higher oh the back of my hair doesn't look too bad
0: No, it looks fine. And if you (laughs) hold it up higher and tilt it, you're going to get the screen and everything in what you need.
1: Like
0: this? Uh, I'm not in the same room with you, so I'm not sure what the angle is, but whatever it is, sometimes when you go, if you're trying to get background, which you are, you're trying to get the computer uh, going high and tilting it to make sure you get everything in, in, including yourself. That usually does help.
1: So here we go, folks. This is a live TikTok happening happening right now i'm not should i
0: add you, could add you you, you can edit it later to add music and you know i'll, I'll do some pointy fingers
1: okay. you add some
0: little you know words so you let us know when we're going because i'm not gonna and i'm gonna
1: hit the button
0: there we go so we are now recording live on tiktok live on tiktok and she's gonna add some music and some funny stuff some you know you know so we're just like whoa and we're woo. whoa I don't know how long she is going with that, but there we are done. And there you go. You were part of the audience. You were part of our live TikTok, and you didn't even know it. How's them apples? I kind of like that. Obviously, with TikTok, you do some editing. You're going to add some fun music to it. You know, I did the point to the finger. She might add a word that pops up and disappears. Um, you know, some special effects. Why not have some fun? Why not
1: have some fun? And you know what? I'm sure we will all get a chuckle out of it. And that I'm gonna to try to add a little humor every day to whatever I'm doing. Um that's yeah, some humorous value. So all right, Triumph Tuesday. oh um,
0: it is a doozy.
1: Okay, well, do share. So it, it is a kind of a
0: combination of what's trending um, and we could not wait till Thursday cause it's happening right now. And that's okay. We are, we have such a, a way with our podcast that we can adapt. So this is going to be a combo. It doesn't mean that we're not going to do uh, what's trending Thursday. Of course we will, but this is trending right now. and a lot of people need to figure out how they're going to triumph over this one. So as most people know, you, you start to hear, you know, a few days ago, about Southwest going down. First, it was weather. Then it was something to do with the um, the towers. You know, they're coming up with very creative excuses. They were pretty creative uh, things that were plausible for sure, but now we understand because a very brave pilot who also was a retired retired from the military came forward to really express and let american people know that 80% of our pilots that are in the industry of domestic airlines and international airlines that are part of you know the different airline companies that we have there are 80% of them which i did not know i knew a lot of them were but 80% are retired military so think about that, who, who is our stronghold to protect us? Who takes that unequivocal, no no holds bar oath to defend, to protect from not, over, not only foreign, but domestic issues? They're there to fight for our freedoms and how blessed we are that these particular pilots that were in the military are now in the private sector. So what happens with that? A lot of people did not realize that, you know, obviously people were inconvenienced, which is is part of what they're going to be doing. It's going to be an inconvenience. And it's called suck it up, buttercup, because this is what's happening. These particular airlines, and I'm not going to list them because you can get that information directly, but it's most of the major airlines thus far that I know of. That are halting flights. Now let's think about that from a bigger bigger picture. So I want you to hold on to that thought. Regardless of what their own corporation has spewed to the public public as to the reasons why, the real reasons why are they are like you know what the current person occupying the White House has been pushing is to force corporations and companies not choice, not freedom. But mandates. So this latest mandate happens to do with the arm juice. So these airlines, of course, have got big ties to the big, the big boss G and is implementing, because they're also, you know, federally guarded or whatever, uh, implementing that their staffs, their flight attendants, their pilots, their baggage claim holders, or you name, you know, whatever, whatever the job, ticket, ticket, uh, uh, agents, that they actually are forced. And I believe that D-Day is November 1st to get the arm juice. Well, imagine, and most military will arguably agree that, especially if they were overseas, that they were probably poked with so many different things. But this was something, and they took that off because they they enlisted. They knew what that encompassed with, with their own particular bodies, that if I'm going to be serving In a foreign country, there are certain medical things that need to take place. And that was part of embracing their oath and whatnot. However, they are firm believers in their stance of freedom of choice, and they fought for those freedoms. So now you have all these retired military that are now in those particular roles. And they've decided that, hmm, if that's gonna be effective November 1st, I've got sick time. I've got paid vacation time. I'm taking I'm going to make sure I'm getting what's mine. Fully get that. Totally appreciate that. They want to make sure they get that pay. So contrary to what you're hearing, uh the reason being is they're taking a stand that they're like, "No, we want choice. We fought for choice." And now you're telling us because they know, "Hey, if they're coming for us, they're coming for the American people. And, you know, once you're in the military, you always, even if you retire, you have still that passion, that oath is still embedded as a part of you, I believe, so much so that you continue to defend and honor and serve in, in, in one way or another. And how impressive it is. You know, everyone's been wondering what to do. You, you, have, you have children going to school and parents want to uh, not muzzle them because let's face it, they're muzzled with a cloth on their face for 37 hours a week. Think about that. 37 hours a week, hold on, I gotta get my calculator. So 37 hours a week um, times four is, uh, that's not right, 148 hours a month times 12, It's the average, you know, 1,000, if I get this right, and I could be off, like you know, 1,700 hours, some some ridiculous amount or whatever it comes out to be, that they their oxygen level is reduced because they're wearing this cloth thing that we already know does not work. And you know the parents' hands are like, oh, you know, what am I going to do? I'm not going to I'm not going to put that on my child to to fight the battle and the protest. And then you have smaller companies that some. Members or employees may have decided. You know what? I, I I want the choice. It's not that I'm against anyone else doing what's best for them, but I want the choice. And I'm now all of a sudden I'm not giving that choice. It's forced upon me. Well, that gives you the feeling of a very different type of the way our country has been running. Right? It, it reminds you very similarly of what is going on in other parts of the world. And we always kept saying, where's, where do we draw the line? When will we take notice on to actually change what is going on? So leave it to the pilots and anyone that was a retired military personnel that is now in the private sector with the airlines to say, we're not doing this because we know they're coming after the people next. They are brave, these men and women. And so where does the triumph come over? How do you triumph over this? Because how many of you have airline tickets that you're holding out to I'm on to on I'm I'm supposed to be flying out uh, on the 21st. That might not happen because two of the airlines that we are using are definitely in this list that uh, are going to be shutting down their flights. I mean, you look at it, I believe it's now up to over 1,600 flights or 2,000 flights or whatever it is that Southwest that's already out there that, that has been canceled. Uh, and now all these other major airlines have joined in. So how does that impact? It slows up our economy, it halts. Now think of the time frame too, it halts travel, but it's not just halting the physical air travel. If you have a destination to go to and it happens to be that you're in a hotel, that impacts the hotel industry. Also impacts that local community from entertainment, from restaurants revenue, from play revenue, from entertainment revenue, It impacts the Uber drivers, it impacts cabs, it impacts trains, like everything. And you get to a point where like, how am I gonna deal with this? So not only is it trending, but I find it very clever because for me, clever in the sense of, I think the airlines utilize the uh, 11-1 date, November 1st date because what is let's think about it what is the most traveled holiday of the year it's thanksgiving so they wanted this mandate in place before the big rush for the travel during that time frame because it's a lot of travel and it impacts a lot of people going home for the holidays right well how clever these employees are to say no we're not doing that and force the issue of them you better get this resolved before this big holiday because you're 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 going to be impacting the economy no doubt and and every every aspect of that economy where it kind of domino effect and spills over to but you better resolve this before thanksgiving so how are you going to triumph over that you know it's trending because you're hearing it all over you know the news your alerts whatever uh it was funny because you know i obviously i've heard about it Um, I know some people that were impacted by Southwest and I said, Ooh, I better check my airline tickets that's coming up. And one way is one airline. One way is another, but it's true that it's on that list. So the chances of me going out on the 21st are probably slim to nothing at this point. I'm not sure. However, am I angry about it? I have to say I'm not. Am I disappointed that I'm not possibly not going on that particular venture? Yes, I am disappointed, but I'm also honored that finally someone took the balls to stand up and say, "We don't want to play ball with you, person occupying the uh, the uh, White House, and we're gonna we're gonna impact this industry, and it's it's going to be the you know triple down effect between hotels." depending on where you're going, shows, cabs, Uber drivers, restaurants, cruises, whatever it may be, you are halting. So who's in charge now? And it goes back to we, the people. So I applaud them, what do you think about that? I mean, between the, it's trending and you gotta triumph over that. You kind of have to get over your disappointment and your anger because you know, well, I shouldn't say you know in your heart because some people are students out there. I know in my heart, yeah, I can deal with the disappointment, But I am applauding them that somebody finally has taken charge of this nightmare of uh, arm juice, bologna propaganda that we're just being shoved down our throats.
1: Well, here's my take on it. A mandate is only an ultimatum in disguise. Creating a movement. Takes a lot of fuel. And how poetic that they've taken back their choice to do what they feel is right for them. And I just want to be very clear people that get the vaccine, we support you because you've made that decision. We're not yay or nay. We respect your decision to get the vaccine. That's not what this is about specifically what we are referring to is (laughs) being dealt an ultimatum. And I feel as though in some ways that like we're back in high school, whenever I've heard it, even before any of this pandemic BS happened, whenever I hear, mandate is a trigger word for me. Whenever I hear the word mandate, You can't force me to do something that I don't want to do.
0: You know what my trigger word is? What? Comply. You know, and I think those are trigger words for those that actually came over to our country legally, got their citizenship. They ran from a communist regime country. And I I think for Americans, we're just, we're lazy. We take for granted our, our freedoms, our liberties. And I highly suggest seeking out someone that actually came over to our country from a communist country and have a conversation with them one-on-one to really put it into perspective from from their perspective of what's going on, why they came to our country and what they're feeling right now. This is like PSD for them, PTSD rather, right? Post-traumatic stress, yes, PTSD for them because they they escaped this kind of regime. They escaped the whole comply, the mandate you must do. So how terrifying and how do they triumph over still knowing that the beauty of our country will prevail? But I do think there are certain people out there that put it in perspective. This country has to bleed and we're bleeding right now and it's gotta bleed a little bit more. And not that nobody wants that, But there are too many people that have blinders on, and they're not blind. They choose not to see what is going on. And it's not really a question of red, blue. It's not a question of, you know, a lot of different things. But it is about humanity. It's about really our constitution. It's about our freedoms, And freedom of choice is imperative in a free country. That is what our military fought for, that is why they continue to fight for for our freedoms. Now, even within the military, there is that small section that is part of the bigger deep doo-doo. We know that. And if you're smart enough, you'll understand that. If you choose to continue to put the blinders on and choose to continue to listen to the propaganda, how are you going to deal with this? Does it, does it take a, a trip of yours to be forcibly canceled? unbeknownst to you, because someone took a stand and said, I'm not flying that plane. You're not getting me to put that stuff in my arm. You know, does that, is that what it takes? And I'm wondering if, if from their perspective, that's what they thought. We'd love to hear from any comments from anyone, anyone that's watching. We got some, some people watching, like, you know, the, their opinions on, you know, does it really have to hit home for, to like that firecracker crack, under somebody's tushy to say no? To, you know, and it's not a question. There are so many people that did receive the arm stuff that are also in favor of choice. There's a, a big group of the, them who said, "Look, you know, this was, this was the choice I made for me and myself because I knew this is what I needed to do." But I don't begrudge somebody else. You know, they're not there. There are many out there that are not the shame. You didn't get it. You know, and most of them are not. Don't have the title on their social media. I got you know the arm juice. Um, you don't need to, to broadcast it that in such a way that you get your point across. But there are many out there that did receive it and, and are still about choice. So I don't think, it, you know, for some, it's still stuck on the red and blue. Get over the red and blue. But by golly, applaud these personnel that are still connected in their heart, their soul, and in who they serve when they were in the military.
1: Well, that's so true and whenever whenever we've chatted about things that are particularly sensitive, which often we do, um, honestly not something that we had set out to do intentionally when we originally started the, po- the podcast. And for instance, I'm not one for bringing up con- <laughs> um, controversial things. However, with that being said, you know, we all have a voice and it was time that I shared my voice and be postured in my beliefs. I'm not saying that, for instance, somebody who has a different um, opinion than me is wrong. That's not at all what I am saying, but we can't have, we can't have really constructive um, conversations if were putting blame on a situation. And I think Dan Bongino actually said it best. I'm almost positive it was Dan Bongino. <laughs> if we can't at least agree on what the truth is, there can be no logical debate.
0: And, and, and what a profound statement that is in it of itself. And that is true and I think partly because Sadly, there are a lot of people that don't understand compromise or dialogue or give and take. There are a lot of people that, what I call them, right fighters. They have to be right at all costs. And they don't, there's no room in their thinking of their, you know, really uh, trying to, you know, dismantle, you know, a belief. They're just so stuck on their opinion. And nine out of 10 times, the right fighters. Are staying right because, but it's opinion based. It's not actual facts. It's their belief system. And until you can realize, you know what, I got to let that belief system go in order to learn, to grow, to understand another one's perspective, understand another person's input, because everyone has value. When you when you have that dialogue and you contribute to the conversation, you're contributing in such a way, hopefully, that you're both. When you leave it, you're better off. Because you either have a better understanding, you you might have learned something that you didn't know, or at least at best you had ended up with a respectful conversation. So I think that is paramount to dialogue. That somehow in America we've lost because we're we're so involved with social media, we become the you know the warrior behind the keyboard, and we really don't allow that conversation to like pick up the phone or in person and chat with someone, hear their perspective, hear their tones, hear their voice. And if people just gathered around a table and kind of maybe came to you know a truce, like we are going to do this respectfully, but I do believe when we leave this table that we are better off from
1: it, that
0: should be the main goal for a lot of people. Don't you think?
1: Right, right. And I challenge anybody who's hearing our voices, Really, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, leave us a voicemail, and if you would, <clears throat> if you would allow us to share your opinion, please also say on the voicemail we I hereby you know give you my okay to um, share my opinion, um, or or if you want to anonymous um, do it anonymously you know, hey, that's okay, but don't say my name, say it anonymously. We want to hear from you. And another, way,
0: another way they can do that also is just your first name. doesn't have to be their last name. I'm not, uh, you know, and, and this is what we, we love about our podcast, because sometimes we don't always agree. I'm not a big fan of anonymous, and the reason why I'm not a big fan of anonymous is not that, you know, obviously somebody has to use their full name. I'm not, because it, it doesn't, it, it lacks credibility in the sense of this is my opinion, which usually, you know, when someone's inputting something, it's their opinion, but they're not strong enough to stand up in their beliefs to say it's coming from me. So while I agree, we don't need to post their last name. I would hope that they would at least allow their, their first name or, you know, first name and last initial or whoever it was. I'm just not a big fan of anonymous. Never have been. Good point. Oh, Sandy Sandy put down corro- uh, co- coercion is wrong. Absolutely, Sandy. Coer- coer- I that's one of those words that it was like I was having this trouble yesterday with uh, indigenous. Got it right the first time that way. There's some words that you just have a tongue tied. So coercion is another one. I sometimes have to look at it like two or three times. It's like, ooh, I got to sound it out in my brain. How many of you have to do that? You got to sound
1: oh. like a word, and you got to sound
0: Sounds yeah. like. I was like- <laughs>
1: Absolutely, and Sandy, we know your cookbook's coming out, we want an update, leave us a message on our um, website, we want to know what's going on, inquiring minds want to know, and as I've said, um, this is not just a cookbook, okay. I'm
0: excited about the cookbook because the the recipe she sent me, I'm actually going to use for Thanksgiving, I'm going to make, I'm going to ask her too. Because to me, it would be one of those kind of recipes that you know if you made it a few days and then the the flavors really come together, I don't know. Yes, so um, I'm asking that to Sandy right now, she is on. So that recipe that you sent me, I don't know if I should say it out loud. I could, it's a soup recipe. I mean, I look at it and I just wanna dive into the bowl, that's how good it looks. And I'm going to incorporate that into our Thanksgiving meal, but I'm asking the question, Whether if I make it a few days, does that really like, you know, sometimes you make something, it really, oh my goodness, thank you. Oh, she's so sweet. Uh, You know, to me, the the flavor would get even bolder, or you know, just kind of like melt together kind of, you know, so I'm super excited to try this recipe. And literally the picture, you know, sometimes you get a cookbook and it's great, but most people, what attracts somebody to a cookbook is the images. Like you can picture that table and this particular recipe literally i want to just dive into the bowl (laughs) wait
1: until you see it you know i wish i could show you but i cannot divulge anything okay i totally respect that it is this cookbook um that is not just a cookbook is going to blow everybody's socks off and we can't wait for it to be live we're going to post it on of course on our facebook page on our um, website so sandy leave us a message on our website or send us a message let us know if you have an eta on that because inquiring minds want to know yeah so this message
0: just back and said it gets a bit thicker the flavor doesn't change See, i uh,
1: love, love a thick
0: soup uh i just something okay. about it's warm in the tummy and i just you know and, and when you have something like that you don't need like this big bowl of it yeah, it it looks like it actually could be a meal itself with some nice, yeah. or but obviously I'm serving it with a bigger meal, so I'll do smaller portions. Um, but I like can't wait to make it. I'm so excited.
1: And uh, on that note, we've had a great Triumph Tuesday. I will be posting um, the TikTok shortly, and, okay. and I forgot about before, that. <laughs> yeah, and tomorrow we're on a little bit later at nine a.m. with our amazing guest. Helen Rose, she has been on before with us. She's a hoot. We can't wait to catch up with her. And my name is Janice, TikTok novice, wellness diva 5.0. And I am with two sisters.
0: And this is Carol Su, AKA Naughty Boss giving you a little update on what's trending, how we have to triumph over it. And you know what, if you know someone in the military and if you know a pilot that is also a commercial pilot, give him a handshake, give him a hug, tell him good job and America's got his back, at least most Americans have their, their back, We understand. And yes, why we may be inconvenienced, sometimes you gotta be inconvenienced to have those eyes awaken to what is really going on. We will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Can't wait for that joke tomorrow too. She's good with those darn jokes. I can't wait. Take care, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: Bye, everyone.